you know, you see all these shops and things and people doing it on Instagram and it all looks so easy because that's the finished product. (laughs) You don't see all the work that's gone into that one photo of, you know, clamping things up. Hello and welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. My name's Kyra Matthews. I'm a manifestation obsessive and I help creatives and independent business owners overcome self-doubt and anxiety so they can build thriving businesses online. So let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello. Every time I start the podcast, I feel like, I'm like, hmm, what other ways can somebody make hello sound really interesting and different? You know, I'm like trying to jazz up every element for you. Working hard, hardly working over here. So enough of that. (laughs) I've got a really fun episode for you today. So today I'm talking to the wonderful and brilliant Katie France. She's been growing her business for a couple of years now and in 2020 she had the just the most incredible amount of growth and this year she thinks this is going to be the year where she finally takes her small business full time. I got her on the show today because I know so many of you admire her and follow her and love the magic and what she produces in the world. And in our episode today, we're going to really be talking about the mindset bit, the challenges that she's faced in getting to her business to where it is today. We're going to be going behind the scenes, like all the things that you don't see when you're scrolling through Instagram and talking about what actually happened in her brain through different phrases sorry different phases of her business and this episode is super fun because it marks the beginning of a couple of episodes that I'm doing speaking to creatives going behind the scenes getting under the lid of what's going on in their brain and seeing how their mindset impacts their business growth and the success that they've been able to have This is the stuff that you don't see on social media. And I feel like these conversations are so important for the development and the growth and the continuation of the small biz community that we've got going on over here. But before you go, before I launch into that juiciness, I need to tell you about one thing. And it's the Caption Powwow Masterclass. It's the exclusive, one-off, one-of-a-kind masterclass that I am hosting where you will learn how to tell the story of your creativity and share your mission in a way that drives customers to your website. The thing is, is now more than ever, creatives are needing more than a great product to stand out because a great product gets you noticed but it's a compelling story that makes you truly unforgettable. So I have had so many requests to do a workshop about how to write captions, how to make them really compelling, how to make them interesting and cultivating, how to say things differently each time so you don't sound repetitive. And this is finally the masterclass that I've put together so you can learn all of that and more. The only way to get your ticket for this exclusive masterclass and the early bird pricing is by being on the wait list. So if you are not on that list already, make sure you go into the link in my bio on Instagram at Kyra the Bold. 
and click on the Caption Power waitlist and drop your email in there. So you can be one of the many people that get that link tomorrow when it's sent out on Thursday the 18th at 9am. Just so you know, there are only 10 tickets available. And as I'm recording this, there are 31 of you on the wait list. So if you are wanting to be there to learn how to make your captions just a little bit more delicious than the rest, to stand out in your space, you are really going to want to be on the wait list and you're going to want to get signed up first. So a masterclass will be held on the 6th of March and I have no plans currently to run it live again. So do what you need to do, get yourself on the wait list and I'm going to step aside and make way for my wonderful guests. Everyone, welcome Katie France. So Katie, thank you so much for joining me here on the show. How are you doing? I'm very well. It's Saturday, the sky's blue. <laughs> so I know you really well. Can you introduce yourself to those who don't know who you are? Who are you essentially and what do you do? My name is Katie France and I call myself a creator. I make things to make people smile. So ranging from dungarees to bags um, yeah, and a lot of things in between. I love that. And I love that your business's purpose is literally to make people smile because I see so many creatives like worried to start their business. Like, oh, like I don't have this big mission. Like it's not unique. It's not special enough. But the way you make your product makes it really exciting. Like the way you deliver it. Yeah, I think that for me, ever since the beginning. So before Katie France became, I was a kid's brand and that was all fun and colourful. And when it came to the point where I wanted to change, there was something in me that was itching for a new avenue, if you like. The first idea that I had was the dungarees and the, the button changing so that, you know, that makes people smile, being able to choose. I like having options and I wanted to give people options and also create things that when you walked down the road with it on, somebody else smiled at you. Like, I, I want it all. <laughs> I want all the smiles. <laughs> Literally just bringing more joy, which I feel like is what we need after 2020. Don't we just? So you just touched on something. Do you just want to share about your journey, about how you've got here? Because you're absolutely killing it in the small business space. Like you are all, your page, your Instagram page is always growing. Like there's so many wins that you've had. And you did mention that you didn't start out doing this. So how did you start creatively? Oh, wow. Okay. So I started <clears throat> with a friend, actually. My friend used to like accessorize jumpers. And I said to her, look, you're really stylish, probably the most stylish person I know. And I'd like to do something with you. And I was going on a trip to India. Um, so we met up a few times to like get patterns together and things. It never ended up like that. We always just ended up in the pub drunk <laughs> and that was like a no-go zone but I still had this trip planned to India so and I'm a nanny so I thought right okay what can I do cycling down the road thinking I still want to do clothes but what could it be well I'm a nanny I know kids so it started off as that I literally was so so naive when I started off and this was like I can't even remember when I actually started I think it was like 2015 
and I just thought that I was going to go away. I was going to have some clothes made and I had started an Instagram page and I was just putting like cute pictures of like pineapples and rainbows and things yeah. on it and like kids activities. And I just thought people were going to buy it. You know, I honestly just thought I'm going to have this stuff made and people are just going to flock. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it took a lot of hard work. I did loads of markets with that one. And yeah, growing onto the adults, I just had this, yeah, this itch. And I'd always had a big love and I used to live in dungarees. Mm. So that was how that kind of started. And it's hard work, man. It's like, you know, to grow an Instagram to be on it all the time as I'm learning it's about mindset as well but it you have to put in hard work as well you know it's it's a, it's a combination of them all it's all got to be balanced I love that so let's dig into this okay because it's so easy for people to look at what you're doing look at you always launching always happy you know growing your page and doing all this cool stuff and it's so easy for people to think that it was always like this for you so you said just now <laughs> that you thought you'd just make the stuff and people would come could you just tell me about like those beginning challenges that you face for starters it was a confidence thing well and an, yeah like I said like a naivety into it that I you know you see all these shops and things and people doing it on Instagram and it all looks so easy because that's the finished product yeah <laughs> you okay. don't see all the work that's gone into that one photo of you know clamping things up and like drapes and all the stuff that goes into one photo that people just kind of scroll past so yeah the, the, I think for me chain changing direction it was hard and easy at the same time because my friends wanted to wear it so that was a great thing but I just dove into like total doubt total doubt and like beating myself up all the time which is a bad road but I I am a very positive person but I also am a spiraler yeah <laughs> when one bad thought comes in I think that I probably have ADHD <laughs> <laughs> Just that, that cycle of thoughts. It's the cycle of thoughts. And then it's like, it's like a tornado starts. And yeah, it's really hard to get you out of that, which is why obviously I then ended up getting coaching because I felt like I needed, I needed help. I was in a rut. Yeah, totally. So I just want to dig a little bit into this. What about building your business online caused you to have those self-doubts? And what was the thoughts that would literally go through your mind is it that like you wouldn't get the love on a post that you wanted like what do you think it was that caused you to be like oh shit like what's going on I think for me I and this is probably going to make me sound like a bad person but I didn't want a community on there mm. I wanted I felt like I had enough friends I've got amazing people in my real life <laughs> that I felt like I didn't need that online and yeah so the likes and stuff come from all the people that you love and are having other businesses which is spreading the word and the growth and the love that they show you, you know, and the support that they show you. So I didn't know that I needed that. So before I started getting into that, if I didn't get enough likes, I'd beat myself up. I would almost doubt the post before I even put it up. Mm. Like this isn't going to get any likes. I'll put it up anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's that desperation. You know, we've, we've discussed this a lot, like my validation, I needed, I needed validation. And I think through through time, I've realized that actually, obviously it's all about validation in a way because you want people to buy your stuff, but I don't need it to make me feel good anymore. I get excited about making something 
yeah, it's, it's tough. Because so many people share on their pages now how many saves they've got and all this stuff. And I'm creating this com content that everyone wants to see. And then you look and you've got no saves and you're like, oh, well, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I think what you said about like that validation piece, like it's like a bit, it's always like a bit of both. Like, of course you want people to like you because you want to make the sales, but it's almost like, where do you draw the line? Like, do you need so much validation that you then, if you don't get the sales, that you don't feel like you're good enough? And then yeah. how can you still make yourself believe in what you do, even when you're not getting those sales? And even when it's like not working out for you, because as we can see from your journey, it's a progress, yeah. wouldn't you say? It's like a journey. It's a journey. I hate that word, but it is, it is. <laughs> I used to hate that word. Like before I started my business, I would hear people on podcasts and they'll be like, just enjoy the process. Like just enjoy the journey. And I would be like, what are you talking about right now? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I think you only start to enjoy the process when you've got the knowledge to be able to enjoy it. Yeah. You know, the journey that you're on before you get to that point, it's not as fun. Yeah. It's not, it's not as fun. It's tough. So I feel like it's like you almost have to hit like a tipping point where you've been putting stuff out there. You've been trying almost in that kind of like hustly mode. And then it clicks. You're like, oh. Recently, I've had a lot of those click moments. And I keep thinking to myself, God, everyone kept saying to me, it's just going to click. And I thought, I'll keep getting these now. But I've spent two years with a different coach. I'm doing the group one with you at the minute. And I did one-to-ones. It's been a lot. You know, it's a lot of learning you have to learn if you don't learn you can't grow but learning and growing and you know understanding yourself more can also be quite painful oh, <laughs> but joyous at the same time painful and joyous I love that combination so what made you so we've worked together one-on-one -on -one and we did that last year from August to October what made you decide to work with mindset manifestation what called you in so I've been into it. I've been into it for a while. <laughs> um, I'd read The Secret, thought 20% of it was probably something that I'd listened to. The rest of it, I just felt like it was just a bit airy-fairy. And oh. But I'd always, quite, I'd, I'd always wanted to get into it more. And I was just in a rut. And to be honest, I have no idea how I came upon you in, in Instagram, <laughs> but I did. And I instantly thought, that's it. Like you're the, the biggest amount of money that I've ever spent in one go, like apart from a car. <laughs> and I didn't blink an eyelid. I just, I knew I'd hit the point where it was either that or I stop. Interesting. So it was like almost a, a, like, a, like, what did they say? Like I'll call it the last hurrah. It was yeah. my last hurrah, honestly. <laughs> I was like, it's this or bust basically. Oh, because I was killing myself. I was working so hard. You know, I worked four days a week. I was coming home, working till 10 o'clock at night, but not, not getting anywhere. I'd almost like feel like I was sitting at my table upstairs that I've got in my little sort of like bedroom studio. And I just felt like I was sitting there for no reason. I might as well have just been sitting watching TV. Yeah. I was just, I, I was stuck. Yeah. Interesting. And thank you for sharing that contrast because it's like, hearing people have those difficult times and then like hearing them like come out of it. Like there is light at the other, other side of the tunnel, like what you want can be possible to you. And at the end of our time working together, like I sent you over a PDF with like all of your wins. Do you mind if I read some of them out? <laughs> no, no, go ahead. 
So when we started working together, you were already making income, but at the end of us working together, that income had grown by over 50% with you having your biggest month in business. Can I just ask, has that like, have you matched that or increased that? Has that like continued growing? When did we stop working together? October. Yeah, my best month ever was November. Oh, amazing. My best month ever was November and December was a little bit quieter, which I think that there are reasons behind that. So I understand that now. But yeah, it's... (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that confirmation. Yes. (laughs) And this one, which I really love, is that we looked at the conversion rate for your business. So when we were working together, it was mindset, energy, but we were also looking at like numbers and what are your numbers saying about your website and your sales and your business. And it had shot up from below average to one of the best performing in your category, which is mind-blowing. I know. I'm still like in the top, I'm on Shopify, so it gives me all this information. I'm like in the top 13% of websites that launched in the same week as me in like highest selling, which look, don't get me wrong. I'm not earning loads yet. I've still got a four four day a week job, but I'm going in the right direction. Totally like 100%. And oh, this is a really good one. You prioritize yourself and your goals by saying no more so that you could say yes to yourself. Do you want to speak a little bit more about that? Because often when we're in business, we feel like, oh, I've got to find the right Instagram posts. I've got to find the right Instagram audience. I've got to tidy my website. But there's all this like mindset stuff that happens about saying no to things and saying yes to you. So do you just want to share a bit about your personal journey? I'm a yes girl, really. I, I like to party and I like to drink. So obviously, apart from this year where we haven't been going out as much. I just always used to say, yes, I wanted to please my friends. I'm a, I like making people feel good. So I'd always say yes. Dinners, if anyone was sad, I'd be going around. And that was my main thing that I had to stop saying yes to. Like, I'm still there. I'm, I'm not, I haven't turned into this person that isn't there for their friends. But that's what I mainly had to stop saying yes to. So that I had time to spend, number one, thinking about me and all the things that I've learned in my coaching. And number two, so that I had time for the ideas to come because the ideas don't come when you're stressed and you're busy. Like sometimes you just have to go for a bike ride and not think about anything. And then the ideas come flooding. I had to really rein that in. Some of my friends probably think that I don't want to be friends with them anymore, but I do. (laughs) I just really had to prioritize myself because I don't think I ever had. People would have thought I had on the outside because I was always out, I was always having fun, you know, I was a sociable person, but it, I wasn't doing the one thing that actually I really wanted to do. You know, my four day a week job isn't something that I want to do for the rest of my life. This is. So what do you think has been made possible? Like, what do you think is possible for you now that you know all of this, that you're saying yes to yourself, that you have space to work on your business? What is possible for you? Uh, I think that I'm definitely this year going to end up with this being my full-time job. Yeah, and, and creating jobs for other people as well. Like, I hadn't thought about this until a moment through lockdown when I was talking about something, and I thought, gosh, I pay people. I, I've created a job for somebody else, and I love that. And I would love to, yeah, create a little sort of empire of just things that make people smile. I'm giving a big person a job that makes them smile. I create a bag for somebody that's got a big heart on it makes them smile I'm all about the smiles 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that because I feel like I'm really passionate about that as well. It's like, you've decided that this is something that you really wanted to do right at the beginning when you were going to your, the pub with your friends and just getting drunk when you're yeah. meant to be creating ideas. And you've just kind of followed like what feels really good to you. Like, what do I really love? And doing something you love is enough because by you following what you love, you're making jobs, you're making other people smile. Your impact of just being who you are is profound, impacting different people in different ways. That's incredible. Yeah, I think as well for me, I felt like everybody around me was making time for themselves, but I wasn't. You know, everyone else seemed to have free time. But whenever anyone asked me if I wanted to do anything, I, it was three months in advance. Honestly, it, it, was, it, was, it was a joke. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was too much. And also I was working a lot as well. But yeah, it, it was a bad combination. Totally. And I'll just go back to a list of your wins. One really fun win that you had is that you had 11 days of consecutive sales. Yes, I, I did. remember that period. That was so fun that every day there was just like another notification, like, oh, again, oh, again. Yeah, I love it. That ka ching and the little S comes at the top of your phone is like a glorious moment. <laughs> totally. It's so fun. Is there a piece of advice that you may have heard when you started your business that you wish you'd taken on sooner? Yes. Probably what two, really. One is it's got to be fun. It, did, it wasn't fun. <laughs> it was it looked fun it wasn't fun on the inside you know that that's the one I wish that I'd made it more fun and two it's got to feel right I think for me I am a rusher I rush everything not so much now but I was just always wanting to sort of like semi-finish samples and get them out because I felt like I needed to get stuff out I needed to get it out and all the time whereas now if it takes a little bit longer that's fine because I've got to feel it. I've really got to feel it. First collection I'm building on those vibes. When I saw your post the other day with your trousers, I was like, oh my God, they are incredible. And they're not even finished yet. That is literally like in curtain liner or whatever they make examples out of. And the pockets aren't on it, honestly. It looks so delicious. And I don't think you've seen yet, but in Stop to Unstoppable, I made a post about like, who do you want to shout out? Like, who have you been loving lately? And like, everyone is literally like, Katie, like when I saw her like samples this week, they were just like amazing. Oh my God, that's so sweet. I haven't seen, I haven't seen. I'll have to go look after this. Yeah, have a look. So what's next for you in your business? So next is making this new collection. I'm sort of branching out a little bit more in different vibes. I want to be able to create posts that are creative with glasses on and, you know, things yeah. hanging from the ceiling because that, that's, that's me as well. I'm just trying to let a little bit more of my creativity come out. So yeah. And I'd like to grow it. You know, I'm not ready to scale just yet. I think I've got to get to, got to get a little bit further before I decide on any of that, but I'll always be a made to order business. I think that that's lovely that people can get it personalized for them. So but yeah, just uh, slowly, slowly catchy monkey. And how would you say like looking after your mindset and like managing your energy has shaped the growth of your business? I think I owe it all to it at the minute, really, if I'm honest. When I started with you on my one-to-ones and I used to get a bit stressed, I'd just instantly run a bath and I'd just, I'd just get in the bath and just like, you know, chill. Because no good comes from crazy mind. Yeah. Totally. Like crazy minds just take crazy action. And then after you'd be like, yeah. why did I just do that? 
Like that was just. But you don't realize, I think that you think you have to be like that. Well, there's a difference, isn't there? There's working really hard, but actually getting stuff done. Yeah. Yeah, That's fine. But feeling like, you know, high tension. But then there's just that your mind is just going round and round and round and nothing's happening. But you feel like you still need to sit there and pretend. Because that's what you do when you own a business. Oh my gosh. And you think you're the only one. Yeah. And then you go on Instagram, you're like, oh wait, other people do this as well. Like I'm yeah. not the only one, thank God. Yeah, and that's the thing about the community, I think, is that, you know, some days when you're having an off day or whatever, and people do get the vibe, I think, so, especially from stories. And the people that have got their own businesses, they message you and say like, you're all right, you're doing, all, you're doing great, you know. And that's, lov- that's lovely. Because your friends, most of my friends, some of them do have their own businesses, but not necessarily like Insta business, you know, growing mm-hmm. on Instagram. And um, yeah, it's nice to have people that are at, at the same thing as you. Yeah, totally. Like I was saying to another member in Start to Unstoppable recently, she had someone who didn't have a business, like try and like be like, you should do this, you should do that, like you're doing it wrong. And I said to her, there's this quote by Teddy Roosevelt, which Bernie Brown says all the time, maybe you've heard it you know, I can't take any advice if you're not in the arena with me. Like, I can't take any, like, guidance from you, any direction from you, if you're not out there, like, doing the work, blood, sweat and tears, all going all in. And I think that's what talking to other business owners allows you to do, because you're like, you know what it's like to do an Instagram live. Like, you know what it's like to, like, post and to launch and to try something. You need to know that you're in that community of other people, like, trying and trying to achieve the same things that you are. Yeah, for sure. Look, don't get me wrong. I put my five pennies worth in in a lot of topics that I have no idea about when, <laughs> when me and my friends are putting the world to rights. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's everyone always thinks that they're going to come to you and say, like, oh, what are you doing this fabric? And, like, it's just easy or cost-effective or whatever, just to be like, okay, this sounds mean, but if you want it, why don't you, you, all, you could order it in that fabric if you want. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Totally, totally. I don't have to put it out to the world. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much for coming and chatting on here. Like, it's been literally so fun. I've had a great time. But like I said, like, in Stuck So Unstoppable, you asked us to make a list of 25 things that we sh- could, should, you know, all of that jazz before a launch. And being on a podcast was one of mine. So, you know, it only took four days to man- manifest that. I love that. Direct from source. I literally love that. <laughs> so much so can you when are you launching like can you tell us about the launch just in case there's anyone who's listening and they're like okay I need to know Katie like I need to know like what's going down I'm aiming for end Feb but I'm not actually setting an actual date on it until closer to the time just because of pattern cutters and all of that jazz and the fact that this time I wanted to play it differently because I want it to feel good and if I put a date on it and it's not right I will try and launch it on that date because I need to. And I don't need to. It needs to be in my heart, you know. I'm hopefully going to have my own print, which will be leopard print I'm having made. And there's going to be a bit of tiger, sort of like denim vibes, dresses, frills. It's going to be slightly different. I think more pattern vibes than bright coloured vibes this time. Okay, this time. cool. So, so excited. So essentially yeah. follow Katie and like turn your notifications on for her post so you can keep updated (laughs) for when that new launch comes yes my final question to you sorry that was just my google speaker (laughs) 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 my final question to you if there's anyone who's not sure if stuck to unstoppable is for them or if they're not sure if they want to get coaching what would you say to someone who's like umming and ahhing 
I would say do it, definitely. I think that being in a group environment, for me, because I was actually wary, wasn't I? When I did yeah. the ones, I was like, oh, I'm not sure. I don't really like getting involved in the group stuff. But it's given me more confidence because I've done quite a few courses in my time. Not that this is like, it is a total learning course, but I've, I've did like other sort of more boring, not mindset courses before. Mm -hmm. And I was never one to answer questions. I always hit at the back. I just did a lot of listening. Whereas this one, I am actually answering the questions and having the answers is making me more confident because I'm like, oh, I do actually know how this works or so definitely. And, you know, again, it's that community thing where we're all cheering each other on, which is great. And you get to meet people in different ways. And, you know, you're just great. Thanks. <laughs> be honest honestly I think your knowledge and the things that I have learned and that you passed on to me have been invaluable for me and I wouldn't I definitely wouldn't be in the position that I am today if I hadn't have done lots of learning from you so yeah thank you thank you so much yeah. I fully received that thank you good you should so how can people find you and stay in touch with you so I'm on Instagram, katiefrance.london. DM me, chat anytime I'm here. Or my website, which is www.katiefrancelondon.co.uk. Amazing. Thank you. And if you're listening to this and you've loved this episode, please slide into Katie's DMs and tell her like you love listening to her and hearing this story you know she's just giving up her time on a Saturday morning to record this which I'm so happy and grateful for there's mm. so many like learnings to take away from this episode so thank you again for coming <laughs>